you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's NBA Daily Betting Podcast presented by FanDuel. I am your host, Sean Little. With my guy on a Thursday, you know the crew, J.D. Joe Delera is in the house. This is what we're going to do. It's a small slate. We only got a couple games to break down for the Thursday NBA day. J.D. is going to give me his best bet. I'll give mine, and then we're off and running. J.D., how you doing? All right, dude, I'm I'm doing well. Just, you know, got to get those last minute things done before uh before Christmas, before we get to watch all these games on uh Yeah, on bro. Christmas. I, I right, definitely so. have a I definitely have a few more gifts I need to grab and uh Oh, dude, yeah. I'm going New York to Chicago. It's supposed to be a crazy uh snowstorm, so I got a couple things I definitely got to get done. But we got to get business done first. Give me your best <laughs> bet for Thursday. All right, so we're looking at Zion over uh, 36 and a half points and rebounds and Zion double, double at plus one eighty. So it's, it's, we're getting a little plus money action here. What do you got? I'm looking at the total here in this matchup, San Antonio Spurs, new Orleans Pelicans under two thirty and a half right now. That's what I see it as we record this Wednesday evening. That's my play. All right, let's jump into it. Zion Williamson, always fun dude to play props with. Talk to me about why you're playing uh, the over. Dude, so Zion's been awesome without Brandon Ingram on like being active, being able to play, and he's really taken on like a much higher offensive load. Part of what I've liked here, though, is this is a great matchup for him against the Spurs. I understand that Pirtle is back, he's playing. We all talk about how good of a defender he is. Well, let me tell you what, he's really good at defending guys that are not named Zion Williamson. <laughs> so uh in Zion's last four games against the Spurs, he's played basically 30 plus minutes in all of them. And he's got four consecutive double doubles. Uh, He's gone over 30 points in back-to-back games, including in November. Um, And he's just a wrecking ball against the Spurs. Like this is a bad matchup for San Antonio as they just don't really have somebody that can cover him properly. Like as good as Pirtle is, I I think that he's just a really good guy. Like he's, he would be a great guy to come off the bench. 
I think. And that was like where he really developed as more of a defensive player. But when he's got to play these guys and like he's gonna have to cover and do work on not only Zion, but on Valanciunas, this this is rough for him. So I like Zion to continue this like this scoring streak, this hot streak, especially with the rebounds. And normally Zion's not a big rebounder. So these no- rebound numbers like really popped out to me. And I was like, he can go over 36 and a half points. Like you go over 36 and a half on just points. Just scoring. Yeah. Just scoring. So like that's why I like the combo prop as opposed to just seven and a half rebounds. Um, and I like the play on the double-double with the fact that he's got 11, 14, 14, and 11 in his last four matchups against this uh, against Pirtle specifically. So I really like this spot for Zion. What about you? All right. Uh, let's oh, – what do I feel about – how do I feel about the play? Yeah, I mean, what do you uh, think? Yeah, no. The, the, I, I thought you were telling me to jump into my pick. Or man. whatever, whatever you no, want. No. <laughs> They're all tied. <laughs> no, no I, I, I like the – I always – when I'm looking at – Point props and PRAs and and rebounding and any spe- specific player prop. I always look at the matchup and how a certain player performed against said team and said matchup that he's going to go against. When you see things that you don't see typically in other spots, like you laid out with Zion rebounding the rock, all yeah. that stuff jumps out. So that's when we know we know Zion's going to score. Uh, a big a big point on my cap coming up here for my play is they've lost four straight. Zion's going to come out here. And, and try to make an impact. So if if you're going to tell me that he's going to have success rebounding when we know he controls the rock to close the game coming down the stretch, so the assist numbers are going to be there, and we know he can score if he wants to get to the bucket at any point in time. So, yeah, I like the play. I like the over. As long as he doesn't do something like score 55, because <laughs> I am on the under in this game, under 230 and a half. I'm not going to overcomplicate it. I'm not going to get too fancy Keldon Johnson for the Spurs is going to be – he's doubtful. He he went from out to doubtful, so keep an eye on that. I would say if if he does end up playing, which I don't think he will, this this might have a different, a different cap. But with him out, the Pelicans losing four straight, I really like this spot for the physical, big agitators – Whatever you want to, I don't, there's so many adjectives you can call the, uh, the Pelicans, but on the defensive end, they get physical, they bother you. And this is a really good spot with the Spurs missing their premier score in Keldon Johnson, who I actually really like free Keldon Johnson, get him out of San Antonio. He's your boy. <laughs> That's my guy, man. He, he, I really like his offensive game. He could really fill it up. So with him not being on the floor, the Pelicans losing four straight and they're going to be physical on all, across the board, especially and on the glass and in transition on defense, I like this game to go under 230 and a half. I believe that's a little too high. Eight of the 11 games as a favorite, the Pelicans, it's gone under. They're seven to the nine uh, to the under at home. And on the flip side, when the, the Spurs are underdogs, it's only 14 and 14. It's split right down the middle. I think this is a good spot where the Pelicans come out, play tough D, try to make a statement after losing four straight. And some embarrassing losses in Utah as well. They, they These weren't games that they should have lost. They're going to get back home, get busy, put the clamps on the Spurs. 10, 10 and a half where this number uh, sits right now was a little too rich for my blood. I haven't seen any team totals that I really liked. So I'm going overall game under 230 and a half. Hey, man, I think that that's great. And it's kind of one of those things. Literally, I feel like such an idiot. I just we're recording this now. And I just got the news that Zion is actually out with health and safety protocols. News literally broke as soon as I finished my cap. 
So we're going to be, this is a little bit of a interesting situation here, yeah. but I do think that the way that you pivot off of this is obviously that Jonas Valanciunas is going to get more minutes, but the guy that I'm looking at is honestly Dyson Daniels has been playing pretty good. He's got four games without Zion Williamson this season. And in those games, he's played about 20 minutes a game. So this could be a good opportunity against the Spurs team um, that probably, you know, obviously isn't going to, you know, be able to beat anybody's doors off but this is a good opportunity for him to maybe pick up some stats maybe get some points maybe get some rebounds so i'll be looking at some dyson daniels props and honestly it's great for your under too if if zion's not playing yeah absolutely and i think this is a, a good learning moment to where there's still a lot of information the things that jd joe laid out about zion you want if you're make sure you look at your matchups when you're looking at player props who they're going to be playing against how they've done against them historically if a guy doesn't rebound typically and you pull up the sheet uh, on that matchup, for whatever reason, he rebounds a lot better against Pirtle than he does other guys. That's stuff that jumps off of the uh, off the stat sheet, and that's stuff that you can attack when you're trying to bet player props. Hey, man, news breaks when you're when you're when you're doing these podcasts. That's how it goes. But yeah, there's 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 always different opportunities. I'm gonna stick with my under two thirty and a half. I like that spot. I think they lean on the Spurs and beat those guys up. Pretty good. Be on the lookout for that. The other matchup, Washington at Utah. Utah's a tough place to play. Washington just uh, is going to be off a of back-to-back as well. They just beat the uh, – who did they beat last night? They broke their they broke their losing streak. Oh, the Suns. They, they, came, beat the they Suns. had like a 13-point yeah. run on the Suns. They came back, beat the Suns on a run. They were on a, I believe, six or seven-game losing streak, so they yeah. were able to snap that. Now they have to go to Utah who everyone's waiting to to blow it up. There's no line as we record this Wednesday night. There's no line out on this game yet. Any thoughts on the matchup before we get out of here? Yeah, I think I was fetching something like a six or something like that, but that's that's kind of where I think it should be around anyway. Look, the Jazz, like I feel like their offense is still good. Like the offense is still churning out points, but I, this is a tough spot because Utah really – is they just don't have much on the interior. This could be a game where, you know, maybe Porzingis has a, like a decent game because they struggle to defend him like inside and out. Uh, yeah, so, that, so they lose Por- Porzingis is going to be out. So he's uh, out. But then now Brad Beal's back in the fold as well. Fair. So, so it's, yeah, it's an interesting spot. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. I, I, I guess I would lean, I would lean uh, with Washington, but I, I, don't, I don't have a great feeling great or feel. lean on this game. Yeah, it's it's an interesting spot. I, honestly, there's not a lot of teams where I feel comfortable playing Utah. They, no. they make a lot of teams very uncomfortable, and night in night out, you could tell you could tell that by the line and and kind of what people come up with and what the bookmakers put out there on Utah. They they for example they 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 played a game against the the Pelicans on twelve fifteen. They won one thirty two one twenty nine. That went to overtime, and then the next night. They put up 97 points in a loss. Then they put up 99 points in a loss. These are the next two games for the Utah Jazz. Them being on the road against tough opponents, but they're just yeah. a tough team to gauge. They're it's because they shoot so many threes. Like the yeah. variance is there. And honestly, like, is big. with the Jazz, like I don't think of the Jazz as a particularly good three-point shooting team. Like they are, but I don't think any of the individual players themselves are necessarily the best. So it's like you're shoot, you're betting on volume there and like the math issue, but like the guy, it's not like they have Curry, Clay, whatever, like shooting. Like they have just like essentially like a bunch of journeymen shooting a lot of threes. So it makes it a little bit more unpredictable. And I think that's why you get these like wonky spreads with them. And it's it's really tough to gauge. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's a two-game slate for us. Always follow us, man. And when stuff like this happens, breaking news, our picks may change. That's why you follow us in the Action Network app where you can get all our official plays. We'll log them. Joe Dallaire is on there as Joe Dallaire. I am on there as at Chicago Flow. Same way on Twitter, at Chicago Flow. For me, at Joe Dallaire on Twitter for my guy, JD. To recap, the official play without the breaking news is going to be under 230 and a half in Spurs Pelicans. Be on the lookout for that number. Try to get the best price. If you like the cap, lock it in. Enjoy the holidays. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to get buckets. Holler other guys at FanDuel. Appreciate you guys. Have a good holiday. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.